0: One of the great things about taking the time to figure out what's real for you you know your knowledge experience and perspective is it gives you a chance to learn we've been talking about what's real all week real kind of the capital r-e-a-l as we try to help people figure out where you're at right now and where you want to be especially as we get close to labor day and the start of the fourth quarter of 2023. today we're going to talk about what you can learn Monday. Uh, We talked that it's not 2020 anymore, so things are likely changing. Uh, We talked about recognize on Tuesday, talked about um, evaluate on Wednesday, activate yesterday. But once you've done all of that, the only thing left to do is learn. We'll talk more about that uh, on episode 904 of Today's Antidote. Stay tuned for Today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote provides an opportunity for business owners and leaders to discover what is real for them and to be impacted by what is real for others. That is the renegade way. Let's get real. We all face challenges and get stuck occasionally and are looking for an antidote. Each weekday, this show dives into a topic that may have you stuck, frustrated, and uncertain. Our goal is to share our value in an effort to help you find that one thing, The antidote to your challenges, so that you can get results and make more money. And now, renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush.
1: You missed it, Tom. I was trying to dazzle you with some guitar, faking the music to that as you were doing. I saw. I watched. Okay. You weren't reacting. You usually react. You disappoint me.
0: Yeah, I was in the middle of trying to do
1: something else, and I just sort of. (sighs) Okay. Well, I'll come back to it another day. Good morning. And yes, folks, this is recorded so sadly, so sadly. We cannot put your comments in the show, but please put them along the side of the broadcast, wherever you're looking, below it, wherever, because we will see it and everyone else will see it. You never know what you say might be the magic that someone needs to hear today. They might learn from what you have discovered that's real for you.
0: You want to keep doing the opening or are you?
1: No, I'm good.
0: All right. How are you? you're doing? well other than than that. I
1: am. I am. I'm. I'm. Uh, trying to tie up a couple of loose ends, and then uh, I've got some travel for today, and then hopefully some golf by two o'clock.
0: Nice. How's the weather supposed to be?
1: Uh, supposed to be beautiful, like in the mid seventies, sunny. Tomorrow cloudy, low eighties. Friday uh, cloudy, and uh, I think high seventies. Nice. A little bit of a breeze just to make it fun. I mean, what's golf without a breeze? Sure. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Right. When you're playing golf, the weather's not a problem to me. I'll play in the rain, as long as it's not cold.
0: You ever played in the snow?
1: Never. No. I've played in sleep, not much fun. No.
0: So the weather does matter a little.
1: Yeah, there's a line I draw. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. All right, everybody. Well, let's help Bob get on his way. So let's get started. Thanks for joining us today on today's Antidote. We're going to have a conversation, as I mentioned, about what's real. We've been talking about it all week. And today we're going to try to wrap it up with a bow around one of the key points. There's only four, so I guess there are all, as I mentioned to Bob on a side conversation earlier, they're all of value. Uh, Learn. And as we go through that conversation, if you have thoughts or ideas, please feel free to put them in the comments, as Bob mentioned. we can't add them to the show because this is recorded. Um, And we know that it'll have an impact on someone out there who is watching the show and catches your comments and says, hmm, I never considered that perspective before. Or that's some insight that I um, find of real value that adds to my knowledge. So please feel free to share your value because you just never know who it might impact. And at the conclusion of that conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote, that thing that we hope will help you figure out how to take that next step when you might be stuck, frustrated, uncertain, really not sure what to do next, or you've taken some action like today, you've recognized where you're at, you've evaluated where you, how it's gone, you have activated the next steps you're not sure how to learn from all of that. We might be able to help you today, find that next step, Well, how to learn. Probably the word judgment's gonna come up, I would imagine. Before we get to that conversation, though, we encourage you to share your celebrations um, in the chat, because we know that once you share your celebrations, which in a little different mindset, um, and while you do that, we are going to share what's real for us in the moment oh. let's get real tom you
1: like that don't you i do i do it's got it's gotta have something you know okay. would you like to, would you like to get real Tom, or shall i get real it
0: does it's up to you
1: well i'll get real then how's that um you know one of the things i've learned i've played a lot of golf in the last 10 12 years and one of the things I realized was um, early in my golf career, and I use that term loosely, I would get very, very frustrated with each shot I took. If it wasn't perfect, it drove me crazy.
0: How many perfect and shots did you get?
1: I curious. had a couple, you know, one or two, maybe every month or two. They and went in the hole? No, perfect. You know, you can't get in the hole with one shot if it's a 400-yard Pull. But if you, to me, a perfect shot would be a shot where I aimed for a target spot and the ball landed there. And so I recognized that that approach was driving me crazy because I was constantly frustrated. And so I, I started to evaluate that. And I realized that I was out to play golf, to have fun, and that fun did not involve having to be perfect. And I activated a different approach. I look now at every couple shots and I try very hard to let go of the past shots. Can't, can't change what happened with the shot I took. No. And so I've learned that on the golf course and I've tried to bring that to my business life in all aspects of my life. I'm not always good at it, but it's because I can do it on the golf course, I know it's possible to do it in other parts of my life. And I, it's funny, people play golf with me and they'll, they'll be like, it doesn't seem to bother you. I'm like, it doesn't. I'm out here to have fun. This is recreation. This is sun. This is time around people I enjoy. What's to be bothered by? And they're like, oh, I just made a horrible shot. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, whatever. You know, so I, that new attitude towards it has really made golf more enjoyable for me, for me. And it's also steered me towards what I need to be more about in my business, in all aspects of my life. So I think that was some really important learning over a course of about two, three years. Fair enough. That's me getting real, Tom. Okay. How about you? you got you got some real for us today, or uh? Uh,
0: yeah. You know, uh, I mean. Earlier this week it was my birthday, as we talked about on the show, and what I found was, you know, goes back to the less is more. I just wasn't feeling doing a lot of work yesterday. And Yesterday
1: being your birthday,
0: my it, my birthday, correct, and and I got comfortable with the fact that that's okay. It's one day, and it's you know I've done a lot of things in the past over the past few weeks and that it was okay to sort of decide that that's where it is. Now, in doing that, I've also recognized that it's, um, I didn't complete some other things that I do wanna complete. Uh, And so it's pushing some things back and I'm okay with that. And then I got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm not focused. I'm thinking about something else. The night before that, I did this difficult workout at the gym, and so my body was a little tired, and that's okay, and I just wanted to enjoy the day, and and I think that that's, you know, one of the things about it is that things are only behind if we think they're behind, if we give them the space that this is behind. It's just different, and I think that so often that's not the case. Um, And I think that that reminds me of our conversation about your how do I fit five days of work into two days and that you really can't. And if you're real with yourself, you've got two days to do what you can do with it and then go out and enjoy your holiday. Like you're trying to enjoy your golf game.
1: Okay, but I would I would say that none of the things that you had to get done affected other people. Correct. And you still complied with your responsibilities
0: because well, like, it,
1: would be, it would be reckless to say, "Hey, I'm going to get this done for you," and then not do it just because you didn't feel like it yesterday. You're not advocating that, correct? Well, yeah, I didn't have a deadline that
0: I wasn't. okay. I had a personal. It just
1: list. sounded like you were saying, "Hey, if I want to get it done, I don't want to get it done." Oh well. And I think people, sometimes people do that within teams. It's a matter of communication. Correct. And it's, You know, you, you and let I let kind of down. communicate about doing this episode yesterday and we had a loose plan that didn't happen, which was fine because we had communicated that. It wasn't, if you had just, hey, you know, three o'clock Tuesday is great for me and then not shown up, that would have been reckless and that would have done some damage, I think. Whereas what you're saying is, We had a loose deadline. We both kind of missed it. I didn't even get there for it. No big deal. And then we rescheduled for this morning. Because I would hate for someone to take that as, I can be totally irresponsible.
0: Well, I think it goes back to the other conversation we had about um, which is the the priority. Now, obviously, yes, you would want to let people know. If I had a deadline and I just was... I did that once. I had it that night uh, at a night I had, I was supposed to facilitate a meeting and probably two hours before the meeting. I have one of the worst headaches I've had in a long, long, long time. I had to call him up and be like, look, I just am not going to be affected. I really hate to do this and I almost never do it and I just can't get it done. So I've, we keep, we they postpone, it. and I think that's what you're saying is that yeah you, you right. Would, if I had had something like that, solid. Right. Well,
1: no. and you and you work for yourself, and I work for yourself. But there's also people that are affected by the things we do.
0: Did you hear what you said there? I work for myself. You said you work for yourself, and I work for yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> Freudian. <laughs> I do work for you, Tom. Let's face it. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So should we dive in the topic? I mean, I think we're talking about a little bit
1: and. Sure, sure. You know, I I think of, I think the first three, recognizing, evaluating, evaluating, and activating, those three really lead up to the key one, which is learning. And I think the more I learn from my experiences, the more I can accomplish what I'm trying to do. And I think where I've had some challenges in my career, as I look back, is I didn't always learn the lessons that were available to me. Instead of learning from the situations, I got frustrated by them. I blamed other people. I blamed myself. I, yeah, oh, well, that, you know, that was Tuesday's meeting. Uh, No one cares about Tuesday's meeting. And then I just move on. And then there'd be another Tuesday meeting. I would... Do the same thing over and over and over and never oh hey it's the way i approach the tuesday meeting and i think that's the the thing that i find when i'm coaching people that's most interesting is when you step back from the the emotion of it with the person and say hey okay i understand that was frustrating let me ask you a question what what did you discover from that what worked well in that situation? They go, well, you know, this worked well. Or they can't come up with something and you come up with, well, it sounds like, you know, you, you, you ran the meeting. You were worried about running the meeting. You ran the meeting, right? Well, yeah, I did. Okay. No one died. The building didn't burn down. And you start, and I always start with something really funny like that and get them laughing. And then they're like, well, this happened. Oh, well, that's great. Oh, that sounds like real advanced. I think we tend to magnify the great things that we do and the things that don't work out so great. I know I do. It's either perfect or horrible. You know, that's going back to the golf game. One of the things I think I've really gotten to is moderating the golf game. It's not about being perfect. It's not being about horrible. And I'm not one of those guys after the game. I don't go into the clubhouse and sit there and go, oh, on the fifth hole, my third shot approach was perfect. I can't remember those. If I hit a hole-in-one, that would probably be the only shot I'd remember. And even then, it would be like, okay, that happened once. That was a great experience. I'd love to have that happen. But at the same time, if the guy I'm playing with, if he hit a hole-in-one, I'd be, I'd be equally as excited for him. And my question to him afterwards, when all the noise settled down, would be like, what were you thinking when you hit the ball? did you know the second you hit the ball that you had a good chance at a hole in one? And if you said, yeah, I'd be like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. Cause I've had two balls that I've hit that I thought were online really close. One skipped over the hole and missed it by maybe a foot. Another one almost went in the hole in the air, landed right in front of the hole, hit the flag and bounced back about 20 feet. So what I learned from that is a shot can look perfect. And as it gets up to the hole, it hits something. The wind comes, whatever. And what looked perfect isn't perfect. And so I've come to realize that. And the other thing is, you know, a lot of people play par threes, which are where you typically get your holes in one. And if they if they take their first shot and it's not a good shot, they'll take a second shot. I refuse, I won't take a second shot because if I take that second shot and it goes in and it's a hole in one, it's not a hole in one, it's a hole in two. I'm not blowing my opportunity and people laugh at me all the time. They're like, dude, take another shot, that ball won. Two. No, uh-uh, I'm moving on. That was my chance. And I think that's what I've learned. That's what works for me. Most of the people I play with, like, that's crazy. Take a second shot, but no, that wouldn't be a hole in one. I already took a shot.
0: Well, that's your perspective.
1: But, which is fine. And and I'm very comfortable with that. And I, I have people often criticize that when I'm playing with them. They're like, I'll take another shot. No, I'm good. What would you do in that situation? What would I do? Yeah. Would you take a second shot if your first one went into water or into the woods and
0: you never be able to find it? Well, I, I think it's, well, there, there's a difference. The ball goes. That's out right. You're out. a great golfer, and I'm not. I forgot that part. I didn't say that. I, I, I think there's a difference that you hit a shot and it dribbles off the tee, and you hit a shot. Then you go, oh, "All right, I'm going to take another one and you hit it in." Here's what I think is that I'm not judging it. It's in my scorecard because what the correct score is, well, it's probably a three or a four. Because if I hit the ball and then I don't go play it where it lies, there's probably a penalty at least in that. exactly. And and at the same time, in my mind, I would be like, huh, from the tee box, I hit the ball and it went right in the hole, which is a a definition of a hole-in-one. You put it in the hole from the tee box on one swing. And I think that's part of the challenge, right, is that rather than using it as a learning mindset, we often use it as a judgment, either. What how do we judge or how does somebody else judge it? I think one of the things you're concerned about is how others would judge you if you said you had a hole in one, and you actually had hit one. I was like, nah, I didn't really like that. I'm going to take them all again, and I hit a second one, and then it goes in.
1: No, that's not about others, actually. That's about me. Me knowing it took two shots. So someone goes, Oh, you hit a hole one. And in my head, I'm going, it was actually my second
0: shot. Okay. And that so has nothing to do with it. It's not they a whole one.
1: So rather than get in that situation, I avoid it altogether by not taking a second shot there.
0: So why do you avoid it? Because you're worried about what they might
1: think. No, I'm I don't want to be the one to know in my head that I did it. On the second shot.
0: And it wouldn't matter what anybody else thought if they ever found out. If you said you had a hole in one, but you actually have a mulligan?
1: I would know. Okay.
0: So there's no worry that if someone else was like, Oh yeah, Bob. No, this is he really a, didn't. We're not, do
1: when that. I play golf, it's really about mm-hmm. me. It's 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 one of the things that really compels me to play more golf. It's the only thing I've found that forces me to focus on me without apology. And I really, there's so much about golf that really I can carry over to other parts of my life. And I haven't played any golf this year. This is the first time i played golf. I went to the driving range the other night and I was like, oh, I forgot how much I enjoy this. And I realized that that's something that's been missing because it really does give me a chance to practice some of the skills that I'm trying to bring to other parts of my life. You can't do anything about the shot you took. You can't do anything about the three shots down the road. You got to worry about the shot right now. And as you're hitting the ball, if you're having 18 swing thoughts, you know, oh, my elbows got to be this way and my hips got to be that way and my feet have to be turned this way and the I have to count two seconds going back, I can never hit the ball. When I swing, it's Put my head towards the ball and focus on hitting the ball. That's all that matters. I don't even say, half the time, I don't even see where the ball goes. I'm so focused on just hitting the ball, making solid contact. And I think that's a lesson for me that I've learned, that I've recognized, I've evaluated, I've activated, which is I need to focus on what I'm trying to do in my work. And often I'm focused on 18 other things that are going on. Today is a great example. I've got, even though I'm driving to go go play golf, I've scheduled three calls while I'm driving, and I've got three more calls that I could make while I'm driving. Now, what I should have done is said, you know what, I'm taking the day. Why am I making calls while I'm driving?
0: Didn't do that. And now you're. And that's
1: me focusing on six things when I should focus on one.
0: And could you call those three people you have calls with, and say, "Hey, look, you know what? I thought this—I was going to do this. Thought I could do it from the car. What I realize is where I'm driving—the the reception's not always going to be great. Just telling you, I've been up and down that road a million times. Uh, and so maybe we should reschedule this. I
1: could, and there may be a text to several people with that later this morning. And that's something I didn't recognize yesterday. But it's a habit as I look at it, what I can learn from it is, it's the same thing as playing golf. I'm thinking 15 different swing thoughts. And when I do that, I play horribly. But if I'm just like, you know what? Today, the only thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make sure that my right hip is turned the right way right before I take the shot. Then, then I have a good go-. And the next time it's like, okay, now let's work about on the left foot. And that's what I need to do in my day what's my focus today my focus today should be not working and i've got this and then i've got a meeting from seven to eight thirty even though i told someone i wasn't going to do that meeting and they rightfully so said hey what's the deal i thought you weren't going to do that meeting i thought you're going to get an early start and i'm like well you know and to your point it was about how i'd be perceived But this, this is what we're trying to do here with this getting real. This is what you this is a shift in the program over the last couple of weeks as we've thought about it and now as we're implementing it, what's really going on here? I'm telling you exactly what's going on here. My hope is that by telling you what's going on here and I hear it, I might be able to change it going forward. And I think that's the opportunity. Just like with my golf game, when I realized, you know what? I'm never going to be a pro golfer. Why do I care about these shots so much? I'm out here having fun. Okay, I got a six instead of a four. Big deal. Life is not going to end. Heck, I'm happy if I don't lose 15 balls in 18 holes. That's progress. But setting those low bars and then saying at the end, well, you know, it was a gorgeous day. I got to hang out with my cousin. We had fun. We goofed off. We Saw one time we saw a really nice uh, eagle. We've seen some other really beautiful, not not eagle playing golf, but the actual bird. OK, and we've seen some other things out there that if we were solely focused on golf, we wouldn't have seen the beautiful sunset. We wouldn't have seen the fog coming over um, Cooperstown as we were playing in Cooperstown, a beautiful course. I was actually more affected by the beauty of the scene at 6.30 in the morning than playing the golf. And had it been two years earlier, I would have been focused solely on, oh my God, it's foggy. This is horrible. This is crazy. But I'm like, wow, the sun's coming up. There's a fog. There's mist. It's cool. It's warming up. It was breathtaking. And I actually stopped. I had the presence of mind to stop and take a picture of the scenery. And that's, I think that's the opportunity that we often forget is we're so busy trying to do that thing, trying to get the golf ball in the hole as quickly as possible that you forget that you're in this beautiful part of the world. You might see a turtle or a snake, or you might see, I don't know, a tree that you've never seen before, or I've played in the fall and you see a beautiful tableau. Whoa, look at that word. Wow. Wow pulling it all out of, of the trees. And I think for five or six years of playing golf, I never saw any of that because I was so busy going, I can't believe I missed that shot. Jesus, this is such an easy game. And I think that's the opportunity that I see in my business life and in my personal life to, to take in all the things around me,
0: not just the thing that's going on right that minute. Sounds like being focused on results rather than being uh, trying to understand and learn from the actions that you're taking.
1: I don't think seeing uh, the the beautiful sunrise when you're playing golf is results. No, the score, quite the opposite. The I think I was focused on yes. results. Yeah, and I think, but what I, I what I would oh. tell you also, Thomas, I've recognized that we tend to play sports or games very purely the way we operate in our professional lives. I play golf with a lot of people and they they are very similar. I have a person that I used to play golf with. He used to be a client. He could not make a decision. He would go back and forth on a decision for hours. When he putted the golf ball, you could have read the paper in the time it took him to take a shot. He'd look at it, get up there, think about it, ponder it. What if it's going to go this way, that way? you know it would take forever 18 holes with him was really an extra hour because he would analyze that shot and then he'd miss it and drive himself crazy i've played with other people who are like you know let's go what what do we boom 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 shot 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 and that's how they approach business and then i've seen the people who are measured i've seen the people who get really upset i've seen the people who take a horrible shot and then they go well that wasn't what I expected and they're laughing about it and that's how they approach business. So I think the other thing I've really started to recognize is the way we play games, card games. I've seen it with people playing card games is how we
0: operate in business. Would you say the same is true for you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. I have to fight the urge to worry about results.
0: Yeah. You say you don't and golf
1: I try very hard not to. And I try very hard in my business pursuits not to focus on results. So it, it is definitely an
0: effort that I have to put in. Well, and I think there's a balance. I do think there's a balance. And I think that, you know, this is... Um, results do provide some information. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, and as long as we look at them in an effort to... Gain information, not just judge. You go out and play golf and you shoot 103. You gain some information about the round in yourself and your game. And you don't judge it as, you know, that was the worst game ever. And you spend all your time just griping and complaining about either how good it was or how bad it was rather than trying to take in okay what did i take from this hey you know what i played well in the the start and then things kind of fell apart or i haven't played in a while and it took me a while to get started then i sort of picked some things up and then i remembered all my bad habits and all those things that go into it and so i think that there is this balance of of where we're at and again especially if you're not a professional if you're a professional results can make a difference on whether you continue or not. And it's really about winning or losing, which is a little, I mean, that's the the results I think we're talking about is a little different. Mm
1: -hmm. And,
0: and so I think that, you know, the, the other balance is, you know, you got the guy who plays really slow. His perspective could be, I'm recognizing my situation for what it is. I'm evaluating all the things I'm deciding what to activate, and then I'm trying to learn from it. So he could make that argument, and you might be like, huh, I hadn't thought about that. I think that also plays into your knowledge, experience, and perspective. Is If he's doing that while there are three groups backed up on the T behind you, he needs to, he hasn't recognized some things that he might want to do is, yes, he's focused on what he's doing. He has stopped being focused on what everything else is going on around him and what's the impact of all of that. Right. And so I think there is a, this balance of, you know, how do we take this system and figure out how to leverage it to help us get to where we want to be. And I think that's one of the things that we've been talking about. Um, is especially given this time of year where people are stressed, I'm sure the summer is ending and they're like, oh man, I've got one quarter to get to where I want to be at the end of this year. How am I going to do that? And I think our goal is to try to help people do that. And if you feel like you're in that spot and you're really not sure what it's going to look like, you either feel like you're stuck being the guy who's over-analyzing, or you're the person who never analyzes and all you're doing is judging what you've done so far, reach out to Bob or me and we can have a conversation about the program that we're going to be offering to help people get to where they want to be by the end of the year and not spend the whole quarter judging everything that they've done in the past and the results that they've gotten. And now they can't focus on what are the other pieces that are going to help them. Um, And they learn from those things rather than judge them.
1: It, it really is a trick. You know, I, I, I talk about what I've had to learn on the golf course. It took me about 10, 12 years of playing golf to get to a place where I was like, you know what, I can't drive myself crazy with this anymore. And that was me deciding on my own. When I told my cousin who I play with about this new attitude, he's like, I wanted to tell you this for a while. And my thought was, how much easier would it have been, and could I have heard it if he had told, if he had walked me through it? And I think that's what we're trying to offer people is rather than that I could have told you this three months ago. Hey, let's have the discussion, and rather than telling you, helping you uncover it for yourself. Because if my cousin had asked me questions, hey Bob, how do you feel after you play golf? I hate, you know, I hate myself. I can't believe I go out there. I've wasted time and money how do you want to feel? I want to feel like I had some fun, but what would the shift be? Oh, I need to change my attitude, blah, blah, blah. I could have probably gotten there in about 45 minutes. And I think that's true of all of us. We tend to not be able to look at the situation from enough perspectives. We're not able to ask ourselves the questions we need to ask. And that's That's what you and I are offering with this program where it's get real, get results and make more money and make more money stands in for whatever you're trying to do. Have a better relationship with your spouse or significant other. Be able to travel more, be able to read books every evening and not feel guilty. Be able to spend time with your kids, be able to work the number of hours you hope to work. That's what we're really trying to get to. So if that's something that's of interest to you, please talk to Tom or me, or you can go to RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com and it's sitting right there, all the details. So do you have your one thing? I do. Okay. I, I My one thing is really simple. What we learn when we get real with ourselves is what catapults us forward. If we don't learn from what we do, we're going to repeat the same thing over and over and over and get the same results probably. And get increasingly frustrated and at some point give up so by learning we arrest the ability we stop the i can't figure this out and we start moving towards solutions that ultimately they may not take us where we want to go but they'll take us somewhere forward
0: okay i like that how about you Uh, mine is simple okay one of my favorites stop judging start learning We spend so much time judging that we can't figure out how to learn If When we put the judgment aside, we have the opportunity to then start to better understand differently, understand what has happened, which usually provides us with some clarity around what to do next. I like that simple and clear. All right, everyone. If you have a one thing, please feel free to share it in the comments. We welcome it you're listening to the podcast we know there's no place to comment so we would encourage you to join us in our sculpt your business facebook group where you can share your thoughts and ideas there um, and you can gain from the value that's been shared by others inside of that Uh, so we look forward to seeing you inside of that facebook group if not uh, we hope that you have a wonderful weekend and we uh, will see you monday morning 7 a.m ish eastern time for our next episode today's antidote. We'll be live, too. As Back of now. Seattle.
1: Last week before Labor Day. Correct. Rock and rolling. Out of controlling. Sorry, it was 70s radio. Wait till yeah. I get to October and November.
0: You might want to spend some time going through this process to see... <laughs>
1: What I can learn about the last 30 seconds of the program. (laughs) Correct. correct. Hey, whatever you do, folks, this weekend, every day, any day, all day, embrace the renegading you. You'll thank yourself. I promise.
0: All right, everyone. Go out and enjoy the day and the weekend. We will see you soon.
1: Hey, we talked about this program. It's time for you to get real with yourself, and we want to help you do it. Go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. You'll see all the details. In 17 weeks, by the end of the year, you could be rocking and rolling and going towards whatever goal you have. We want to help you get there. It's that simple. See you there.